Wait a minute. It's starting, but it's not in yet. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Heralds. We are your Heralds of Pop Culture and your host, Will Wiggy. Asher Wiggy. No, I'm just kidding. He's gone. Harrison Hopkins. And um, we got a lot of news to share with you today, but the big things for this episode is WandaVision recap. To just kind of get us prepped and to keep that kind of Marvel steamboat going for Falcon and Winter Soldier next week. Zack Snyder's Just Forget for more, which I think what is three days from this release. Um, yeah, if we're dropping this on a Monday, it comes out on Thursday, so. Such a good weekend for Marvel and DC fans. It honestly feels like things are getting back to normal again. It does. I mean, Thursday's Zack Snyder's Justice League, and if you still play the game, they're dropping the Clint Barton Hawkeye DLC for Avengers. And then Friday's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier premiere. And then soon after that, we get Kong vs. Godzilla. And then in a couple months, May 1st, is Black Widow. They're still and releasing that in theaters. In between that is Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And then Raya. Raya came out recently. Yeah. I think I had like the last half hour, but it is so good. Never well, thought I'd see Muay Thai in a Disney movie, but here we are. Once it becomes off, you know, I know you're watching it on a different app, but once it comes off, like, the special access thing on Disney, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Oh, it's so worth it. It's, so far, I like it better than Moana, and I did not expect that. It's not a musical, is it? There's no singing? It's no musical. No musical, just a dope story, really fun characters, a great immersive world that they've built. I mean, that's, you know, that's that's what I that's what I live for. I mean, some of my favorite, I kind of want to talk about this. I'm sorry. One of my favorite movies of all time, if not my favorite movie of all time, is Avatar. And you know Which what? Which is now back the top again, again. At the top. And it is one of my favorite movies because of, you know, the world it's able to build in just one movie. That's why we're such big Star Wars fans, I think. It's because the endless, expansive world that George Lucas was able to create. But yeah, I just wanted to plug in the little Avatar thing that it took the rightful place at the top. Sorry, Endgame. Disney beat Disney. Okay. Rightful is uh, where I struggle. What they've had to do with three releases, now Avengers didn't want. I I would be more impressed if it didn't take this many releases. Oh, no, I totally agree. Avatar cheated to get to the way it's first. However, no diss on the movie. I think it's a great movie. The original release of the film, the reason it became the number one movie of all time is, A, it jacked up ticket prices. Like, it made tickets for movies more. And, B, it stayed in theaters for, like, six months. Well, it's because it was popular. Like, yeah. it was loved at the time. Right. I tried to explain that to, like, my friends last night because they were like, why is the number one movie? I go, well, I mean, James Cameron, A, is just a big name. Like, his other film, Titanic, was before that one of the highest grossing movies of all time. So and he just Terminator's watched. iconic as all get out. Right. And so whenever, you know, he rarely makes a film, and when he does, people are going to go see it. Mm-hmm. It's no different than, I feel like, Steven Spielberg anymore. Ready right. Player One didn't do amazing, but because it was Spielberg, people saw it. I was and gonna it's say, exactly what I expect with the new West Side Story. What's the last Steven Spielberg movie? Was it Ready Player One? I think so. Okay. Um, But yeah, to get into the news, since we started off, there was only one Marvel thing this week. Can you believe that? Was it the uh, behind-the-scenes thing? or? So there were two Marvel things this week. Can you believe <laughs> that? Huh. Um, Disney Plus dropped Assembled, the making of WandaVision that you can watch, so it's all of the behind-the-scenes. 50-minute episodes, which is crazy. Um, but other than that, Sony slash Marvel 
is going to split Spider-Man into two franchises moving forward, the MCU Spider-Man and Sony's world, whether that be them focusing on the Spider-Verse movies or the Sony villains. Um, Finally. Yeah, uh, here's what I'd like. I'd like to see, like, as far as Sony continuing, I'm guessing that's Venom universe. Venom, Morbius, and then I'm guessing the Spider-Verse movies. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I feel like the only thing Sony should be making is the Spider-Verse movies because that they hit the nail on the head with that one. Keep rolling with that and let, like, Marvel take care of live-action Spidey stuff. I agree. When is Unless, it? Unless, like, I still want uh, 2022. Okay. I still want them to somehow connect Venom and Morbius to the Andrew Garfield universe. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. They want, like, like people are like, why can't the Venom universe take place in the Andrew Garfield universe? Like, you don't even have to pop Garfield back in. Just kind of hint at it, you know? Yeah. Or even just give us, like, Jamie Foxx's Electro or something. Which we're getting uh, soon, I think. And a multiversal version, yeah. When do you think we're going to get a trailer for that? Would you say, like, after Black Widow's release? I think either after after it or with it. Okay. You know what I mean? Kind of drops with Black Widow. Right, yeah, because my uh, Asher and I, you know, the guy that was on last week for the people, uh, we were talking last night because he's a he's so excited for Suicide Squad. Like he is like that's his most. Me anticipated. and him both. That's my most anticipated yeah. this year. And he was like, "Dude, where's the trailer?" And I'm like, "Here's my opinion. I'm like, I feel like they're just pushing one Warner Brothers project at a time. Like, you know, they're pushing the Snyder cut hard. And I'm like, I feel like once that releases this week, I'm like, they'll start putting on the jets on the marketing for Suicide Squad. I would agree, but we also have time. Suicide Squad doesn't come out until August. Oh, it's August. Okay, I thought I told him July last night, but August makes so sense. So it is August. So I'd expect maybe a May release for trailer. Yeah, and then because Asher also was like, "Oh my gosh, I forgot a Peacekeeper show is also coming out this year." Well, James Gunn got so bored in quarantine that he wrote eight episodes for right. a whole Peacekeeper series and was like, "Sure." And DC was like, "Well, John Cena's popular, so yeah." I'm I'm really excited for that show because James Gunn's a part of it and it's giving me uh, super vibes. If you ever watch Super with uh, Ryan, yeah, Wilson. with Ray Wilson. Ray Wilson, yeah. I'm just excited to see John Cena do more. I think he has the potential to be better than The Rock. Yeah, no, I agree. So I'm excited to see him get the spotlight I know he deserves. Mm-hmm. As far as acting. And I think Peacekeeper could be like a perfect role for that. I mean, he's literally just douchey Captain America, which if anybody's seen anything with John Cena's WWE, you know it's perfect. Yeah. He's once again the heel. Well, I mean, they always wanted to make John Cena the heel, and, like, he's always wanted to play a heel in wrestling, yeah. but, like, you know, they were too afraid to pull the trigger on it, and he's always wanted to do it, so it's cool he's he's getting to play his douchey side. Exactly. All right, so DC News. Thanks to Lance Osfresser and the Facebook group that I'm in, the Doom Patrol, Michelle Gomez, was, Michelle Gomez, who was in The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, was cast as Laura DeMille, Madame Rouge, in Season 3 of Doom Patrol. When is that set to... That hasn't started filming yet, has it? They started filming along with Titans. We just have no release date yet. Oh, okay. See, I've yet to finish season two, so I'm just going to apologize to say that now. Personally, I liked season one way more. I did, too. But season two still was not bad. Did they add any new team members in season two? Dorothy. Oh, okay. Um, Maribel Varu was cast as Nora Allen in The Flash, replacing Henry Allen. I'm sorry, what? 
Nora's going to kind of replace Henry. We're only getting one parent per film, I guess. So oh. no Henry Allen, but we'll see Nora die like always. Oh, okay. But so since confused. it's Flashpoint, she won't be dead dead, you know? Right, I guess. I was just, I was like, because, you know, you were like one, so I'm like, does that mean Henry's going to be the one killed by? Okay, that makes sense. Um, And then come with that, as we kind of expected, seeing Zack Snyder's stuff, you know, Kiersey Clemens will be Iris West in this as well. Right. Which you know how I feel about that. I'm not a big Kiersey fan. She's uh, just yeah. never wowed me. Right. But, you know, I'll still give her a chance. I mean, as far as, you know, I'm a huge Flash fan, but as far as, like, you know, female counterparts go for superheroes, Iris West's never really done it for me in the comics. Like, there's, you know, especially with, we'll get into with Lois, uh, Superman and Lois, I've loved Lois Lane, I like Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy, I like um, Selena Kyle, but, like, I've never just, like... And I'm a Vicky Vale fan as well. Okay, yeah. Can't forget Vicky like that. Right, right. I, I just, it, it's, you know, Batman's one of those characters that never has, like, a solid love interest oh yes cemented yeah um i agree though iris was kind of just kind of background for me she never stood out like the rest Uh uh-huh i would say not until around the end of new 52 to rebirth yeah um so then some stuff kind of leaked or dropped from at&t's shareholder Mm -hmm. um their official meeting isn't until next month which we'll cover because there's going to be a lot of dc and warner brothers news with it since they own warner media now did you know AT&T stands for all that and TV? My aunt works for the company, and I'm so going to fact check that later. That's, I, I heard it on an advertisement for AT&T. Like, they're like, you know what AT&T stands for? I'm like, no. Oh, uh, to go back to Marvel real quick. Yeah. After our recording last weekend, Asher and I got the chance to rewatch the finale. And oh. I was right. Secret Invasion. They referred to the person up in the sky as a him. Not her. Okay, so it is Nick Fury. Nick Fury and Talos is my guess. And that, you know, Monica's going to be obviously in Captain Marvel 2, but a part of Secret Invasion. Yeah, we'll get into, I mean, we talked about the finale a little bit last week, but we'll get into more about, like, how. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but with that leak, we learned that a Batgirl film is in the works, along with a Zatanna project in the works for HBO Max. Would that be live action, animated series, or movie? We don't know yet. But since we're getting our Constantine live-action series, I'm assuming Zatanna will be live-action and kind of working towards Justice League Dark, as rumored a few months ago. I'd like to see Justice League Dark, like, in a similar vein as Doom Patrol, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Which I, is what we're hoping for. Yeah, so would you rather see, because, uh, you know, obviously we've been holding on to Justice League Dark, I want to say, since, like, 2014, when, like, uh, Guillermo was attached. Guillermo, that's cool, yeah. yeah. Would you rather see Justice League Dark as a limited series or as a movie? Limited series, personally. Yeah, me too. I think it fits for that better, especially... Do you know what also went out of it? What? To connect the Swamp Thing series. Bring back Andy Bean and Crystal Reed and Derek Mears. Oh, yeah, I agree. That thing got unjustly uh, butchered, uh, cut by CW. Or not not CW. by CW because they couldn't afford the uh, filming rights because yeah. North Carolina jacked up the price. Instead of you can't pay what um also on top of that i feel like you know justice league dark it has a lot of horror elements and i feel like if they did a movie it wouldn't be r or bpg 13 but if you do it on hbo max as a series you don't have to hold back on like the gruesomeness of exactly um justice society world war ii trailer did you watch it after i sent it i did what do you think 
Um, you know, I, I the the first the first trailer we saw got me excited. This one was a little bit more. Um, I, uh, I I like I really like Barry Allen in it. I I do too. I'm excited for all of it. Um, yeah. Jay Garrick and Barry together again. I love Our Man. Yeah, I wait. Think, do you know who ahead. the whole team? Is? Do you know who the whole team is? Because I'm blanking. Yes. Wonder Woman, Black Canary, Our Man, Hawkman, Jay Garrick, Wildcat, and then Steve Trevor's kind of their liaison. No, Alan Scott. Okay, that was I was wondering if he was missing. No, Alan. I seen a uh, Doctor Midnight, I believe. Mhm. We're missing a few key members, but all in all, I'm still really excited. Yeah, I love I love period piece uh, comic book things. So World War Two, awesome. And it looks like it's gonna be um, based on the art style, at least connected to Superman, Man of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Which I am equally excited for because that just kind of means. Oh, and we can't forget we are getting Aquaman in this. Oh yeah, yeah we are. Voiced by Liam McIntyre. Yes. Who's known as Spartacus and Weather Wizard. Uh huh. Um. It's going to be the new DCAU of sorts, or the right. Camu DC animated movie universe. Right. And I am welcoming it with open arms. You weren't the biggest fan of, like, the new 52 animated universe that we, that just wrapped up, were you? I can't really stand it much, no. Is there any movies that you enjoyed from that? Flashpoint, I enjoyed more this time around watching it. Um, Teen Titans, Justice League vs. Teen Titans, and Judas Contract I enjoyed. Um, I thought the first Justice League Dark was good. It wasn't a big one on Apocalypse War. Did you like Death and Reign of the Superman? I liked those two, and then Suicide Squad Hell to Pay. Yeah, okay, I can get behind that. Yeah, the the Batman trilogy was there three of them. The with Damian. trilogy. Yeah, okay, none of them really did it for me. No, because there was Batman versus or Son of Batman, Batman versus Robin. Then there was. I think um, it was Batman Bad Blood, and I thought that was it. Batman Bad Blood, and then they ended up releasing Batman Hush. Oh, right, right, right. And then remember they released Wonder Woman Bloodlines in, a, like, a kind of different... No Clue was still connected. I didn't watch that. I I was meaning to, but I didn't. Um, but yeah, I was not thrilled with it all around. Right. And I never was like, oh, this was great, this was great. I just didn't care. Don't- Throne of Atlantis and Justice League War were okay. I have not watched them in forever enough to judge. Okay, I throw um Justice League War. I want to say was on Netflix for a little bit, and I watched like the heck out of it when it was on Netflix because it's just an mm-hmm. easy, it's just a nonstop action easy movie to have in the background. And it's all on HBO Max. I have no excuse now. Yeah, Throne of Atlantis took me a while to watch, but you know once Aquaman came out, I was like, okay, I gotta watch that. It was good. Um, I'd watch War just for Shazam. You know that. Right, yeah. And then, I, so this one's a little heavy. I have a lot to talk about when it comes to Shazam with Frontier and, you know, that stuff. So do I. You know I'm gonna. Yeah. So, we're going into Infinite Frontier now. Okay. Which shows us what's kind of ahead for the future of DC Comics. Um. So, here's the recap. Wonder Woman is caught on by the Quintessence, which is a group made up by Ganthet, Hera, Highfather, Phantom Stranger, Spectre, and the Wizard. Yep, As only Spectre guides her... Heck yeah. Inspector <laughs> kind of guides her through the new world, discussing the new multiverse post-death metal. The story starts out with um, Superman and Flash learning about Black Adam, turning over a new leaf as a hero named Shazadam. And um, 
we see in the new Justice League, if you look at the new What's Coming titles, he is yeah. a part of the Justice League. Uh-huh. Replacing Shazam, sadly. Uh-huh. Then that jumps to Birds of Prey, revealing that Barbara's back is Oracle, but will only put back on the Batgirl suit when necessary. She can she still thinks, walk, right? Yes, she's not handicapped or anything anymore. Um, She believes that Gotham just doesn't need three Batgirls, with mm-hmm. Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown kind of running around. Um, But the big thing that threw me through a loop was that Joker kills Bane. Yeah. Like, what? Do we know if that's Joker for sure, though? Like, what if it it's was the Joker gas, and this is still continuing off Joker war. Okay, because then someone... Who's the guy with Scarecrow later on? That was um something Saint. Yeah, I had never heard of him before. Simon Saint. He's part of the DC Future State line with the Magistrate that takes over Gotham. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Here's We're just going to say it up front. Um... We didn't pick up the books, them, uh, the 60-page, what was it, like, 60-page book? I read it, though. Okay, you read it. I just, you know, um, plug for Variant Comics, great YouTube channel, watch it. Um, like, yeah, but, there's Quinones. Uh, yeah, he, he said it pretty well, I think, how it was, like, them talking about how, like, some of the future state stuff can stay, depending on what the fans like, but it's just, like, you know, and everything's up in the air still. Yeah. Kind of, do you like this, yes or no? If not, we won't keep it. Yeah. They're definitely playing it by ear and playing it safe, which I think at this point is a good strategy for DC right now. I was confused because Jason and um, his brother, which is which is Jason? Jason, Jason, Tim Fox. Yeah, Jason and Tim showed up, but then Bruce was still there. So I'm like, is Bruce Jace, back? Not Jason. Jace. Oh, Jace. Okay. So is Bruce back? Um. So this is prior to that. Oh, okay. I was really confused because, like... So, those Batman comics before Future State kind of ended with Bruce giving his fortune to the Foxes mm-hmm. and handing over Wayne Enterprises to them. So, the world won't connect his money to Batman, revealing his identity. So, the Foxes are all in charge of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's what kind of led to Future State. They're still in charge of it, and he uses his resources to become Batman. And I'm sorry, it's Jace and Luke, because Tim goes by Jace now. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was actually the next point, is Grifter seeks out Jason Luke Fox. Oh, yeah, I like Grifter. Grifter's cool. I'm glad they're implementing more Wildcat stuff. And we're getting more Milestone stuff with Infinite Frontier, which I'm excited about. Cool, cool. So more Static and Icon and Rocket and yeah, Hardware, all that stuff. About to get, they're about to get a boost in the movie scene. Mm-hmm. Which I'm excited about. Milestone needs that boost. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Um, so then after that, Nubia is rewarded as the new queen of Amazon. Yes. Because Hippolyta is going to Man's World to investigate Diana's death. Which I think could be cool. Yes, I agree. Nubia deserves it. Nubia is, again, one of those characters that... I'm not a big one of the tokenized and passing the mantle down for some characters. Uh-huh. As we've seen, but Nubia was one of those I thought was really well done. I mean, I thought I I was talking mostly about Hippolyta coming to like Man's World. I think that's gonna yes. be. Um, and then we kind of jump to the new Wonder Woman, who I'm still not impressed with. Yeah. It is. I just really do not like the art that accompanies her book. She, I'd honestly, well, first off, if you want to talk about the art, it reminds me of the Ms. Marvel art from that book. Yeah, and I'm not a fan. Yeah, but um. She gives me more just Wonder Girl vibes. Like, she doesn't feel like Wonder Woman. 
Exactly. She doesn't feel like she has that presence yet that makes you go, oh. Yeah. But Yara Flora goes back to Brazil against her aunt's wishes, while two girls spy on her from the corner. Then we jump to another cutscene where it's Teen Titans Academy, where they're teasing Red X because a kid's hand is seen pulling the mask out of his book bag. I see, yeah, Which, that was... You know Teen Titans Academy is my most anticipated. Yeah, it seemed... I, what are they doing with Teen Titans Academy? Like, is the team, like, expanding? They're expanding and training the future generations, and I think it's Starfire, Beast Boy, and somebody else is involved big time. Okay, I was going to say, is it, like, is it the Titans leading it, or is it the Teen yeah. Titans leading it? Okay. The Titans. Um, so, Spectre fears Jonathan Kent, a.k.a. Superman, will become a tyrant. But Wonder Woman believes otherwise through his actions of sparing his enemies and almost sacrificing himself for it. He says that looks about as true to Superman as you're going to get. He's like, just keep an eye on him, please. Okay, I have a question for you. Yep. Would you rather keep Jonathan as the Superman replace Clark in this universe or um, or have uh, the Fox replace Bruce? Like, which one would you rather come oh, back? easy, Jonathan. Okay. Jonathan is a very enjoyable character to me. Yeah. I feel like we've been able to connect to him more. And he's Superman's kid. Come on. Right. Jace is just, he feels like he's just there. Yeah, he's... He feels like he doesn't deserve the right to call himself Batman yet. It should have been Luke. His, um... His, you know, his alter ego when he's not Batman is just kind of stale. Like, at least Bruce, like, has, like, because, like, you know, when Bruce isn't Batman, like, that's his, like, not, like, he's not actually, like, that's when he's faking it, and it's cool to see that. Yeah. For me, I, it should have been Luke. Luke even has a better story for his oh, alter ego. Is he still, is he still Batwing? Um, I do not know. I don't okay. think so right now. And then after that, this is where it kind of really dives deep into what we're going to see in the future state stuff. Mm-hmm. So Batman fails to get to Arkham in time to save Malo- Mahoney, who discovered yeah. Bane, and it explodes and Mahoney loses a couple limbs. And Simon Saint reveals his master plan to initiate the magistrate with a tricked out Scarecrow's help. And Scarecrow is low-key even more terrifying than he was before. Yeah, it seems like he's going to be the big bad for the initial run. It's going to be for cool. the James Tunyon run, Absolutely. And then we're going to see, obviously, characters like Nightwing and Punchline, and I have no clue who Clown Killer is because I'm not caught up with Batman. Me neither. I'm I'm guessing that came from jo- uh, Joker War. I'm thinking so, too. Um, The big thing that got me excited is then we cut to Oliver and Dinah. Oliver gets a call, but they hang up immediately, and they can't trace it because it's a payphone, and it's revealed Roy is alive again. Did he die during Deceased? Yeah, he died. No, Heroes in Crisis. Okay, Heroes in Crisis. Remember, it was Wally West who killed him. Yeah, yeah, now I remember. Um, and uh, so he, he's back. He calls the he calls his Titans after that. He debates. He's like, I could call Dinah or Jason or Donna or Jason or Dick. Oh God, what am I gonna say? Hey guys, I'm alive again. Don't know how. Wanna hang? And I'm like, that is amazing. That is so Roy. Yeah, it uh, um. I think Eris said it best. He's like, it's giving me Young Justice vibes, which gets uh-huh. me. Eris nailed it. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we kind of get a tease at Stargirl kicking off. That's going to be like the show, which you know me. Yeah, Can't I know you're... plug that show enough. Yeah. Um, and then we got to see Jon Stewart and Simon Baz, is ta- Simon Baz are taking Teen Lantern to the Guardians, which will continue through the Green Lantern stories. That's cool. I don't think we've ever seen, like, a Teenager Lantern before. 
She's in the Young Justice books right now. Oh, cool. Okay. That's where she was introduced with Jenny Hex. Um, and this is the big one that excites me. Wally is once again the Flash, like in the 90s. Yes, sir. As Barry leaves to join the Justice Incarnate. And, of course, we're, like we said, we're not completely caught up. So I had to look up what the heck the Justice Incarnate was. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Um, I think it's, like, is it like a like a Council of Justice League from the multiverse? It is. And it's made up of Calvin Ellis' Superman from Earth-23, Batman from Earth-17, Rodney Rabbit, a.k.a. Captain Carrot from Earth-26. Oh, that's gold. And now Barry Allen, the Flash from Prime Earth. Abin Sir's Green Lantern from Earth-20. I love Abin Sir. Machine Head from Earth-8, who's supposed to be an Iron Man knockoff. Oh, okay, cool. So Mary Batson, a.k.a. Mary Marvel from Earth-5, which I had to dig a little deeper for that. That's basically the universe that Fawcett Comics published prior to DC taking over the character. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. And then the Thunderer from Earth-7. Fawcett Comics is like old, old. Mm-hmm. Like, we're talking when he was first introduced. Yeah. Then, um, the Wonder Woman turns down, Wonder Woman turns down the quintessence offer. Um, and is like, you know what? You guys said the future's still uncertain. I want to explore it. Do you like how they were, like, positioning Wonder Woman as, like, you know, like, the, the vocal point for this, um, launch? I did. She deserves more. Yeah, I agree. I especially, you know, I- Stop making know. it Batman all the time. Good lord. Yeah, and we we are pretty big Wonder Woman fans, but specifically Diana Prince Wonder Woman fans. Mm-hmm. And, like, to me, they worked so hard to make Batman this godlike character when Wonder Woman is, is kind of a demigoddess in a way. No, she yeah, she totally is. Well, kind of. I mean, she's from clay and Zeus brought her to life, but she's not by blood. Oh, are they doing that origin in the books? I thought they were doing the New 52 origin where she is Zeus and Hera's, or, uh, dog, well, like, you know, they actually, like, got it on. Still the born from clay, from what I know. Oh, okay. Because I know, you know, they redid her origin, New 52, where, like, she actually. Yeah. Because okay. that was the whole point of Wonder Woman truly isn't really an Amazon, technically. She just, you know. Yeah. She is by kind of nationality, but not by birth. Mm-hmm. So, what we got to dig a little deeper into the Flash part was we learned about that Elseworlds is back after Death Metal. That's one yeah. Earth they start to understand. Omega. But the one they don't understand is Earth Omega, uh-huh. the new and mysterious Earth that the Quintessence claim that's where things eat as they're interrupted by a mysterious figure who says, die. Quintessence are then killed by said mysterious figure who is claiming to always be the final chapter, no matter the Earth, no matter the story. And this mysterious figure is revealed to be Darkseid. Like Lord Darkseid. Like, holy I'm so hyped. At first, I thought it was going to be the anti-monitor just because they're dealing with so the I. stuff. Yeah, but then I'm like, you know, like a, a juiced out um, dark side. It gets me really excited. Same. Um, I got to be honest. I think the Batman book is the one I'm looking forward to the least. Yeah. I just don't care anymore. I'm I'm pretty excited. I think the they set up a lot of interesting things with, I think you and I can agree, like the Titans will probably be the. Titans and Crime Syndicate are the ones I'm looking forward to the most. I think Titans and, um, listen, um, I'm not going to say Flash just because I know you're a Wally guy because you love the Justice League, but I'll always be a Barry guy. So I'm going to say Titans and Superman are the ones that. Oh, those are great. Yeah. Um, I'm just excited to get the Crime Syndicate back. 
I'm interested to see what they to do with Adam. I'm really interested to see with Adam. I know in Infinite, no, not Infinite Frontier, Future State, Shazam was leading the Justice League. Yeah. I don't know where that went, though. I need to catch up. I, I am I just, a... I am big crime. I am a big crime syndicate guy like you, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. Yeah, that would be cool. I honestly got into it more because of you. Oh yeah, because you saw you've seen Crisis on Two Earths, right? The movie. About a million times over. That might be one of the best DC animated films. No question. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Teen Titans Academy, Crime Syndicate, Flash, and then, um, the new Nightwing books. So Crime Syndicate has its own book? Yeah, Crime Syndicate number one is coming out. Oh, that's... But I'm excited for Stargirl, you know. Yeah. We're talking about the mysterious eighth soldier of victory. Mm-hmm. But if you look up seven soldiers of victory, um, Wing, which was one of the characters, had a sidekick. Sorry, no. Not Wing. One of the characters, I'm blanking on the name, had a sidekick named Wing. Okay. And that's who I think is going to be the eighth. Gotcha. Um, to go into some Disney news, what we got. Script is finished and loved by both the Disney execs and the Riordans. And they're currently seeking a direct directors right now, but no casting news at this time. And last week, I really dropped the ball on this. In remembering to report this. So Disney Plus kind of released their summer schedule. Oh. And I am trying to find it on my phone. There we go. So for March the 19th, we have the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, of course. Right. And because of Falcon and Winter Soldier, this is kind of flying under the radar. But on the 26th, the Mighty Ducks Game Changer comes out, the series. Oh, yeah. I saw, like, you know, like, whenever they show, like, what's coming new, like, I saw, like, a clip of it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, Mighty Ducks. Yeah, it's going to be a show. Okay, it's a show. I thought it was a movie. Cool. No, it's a show, which, I mean, I'm equally excited. Okay, I'm not going to say equally. But I'm still excited for it. When is it coming out? March 26th, this month. I was going to say, so they they want to compete with Falcon the Winter Soldier? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I feel like it's no different than WandaVision and Mando Aaron at the same time. No, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, you know, the fans of the Mighty Ducks, they're going to watch it. Yeah. April 16th is a series called Big Shot, where John Stamos is a high school girls basketball coach. Right. Then we gotta love May 4th, I'm Star in. Wars Bad Batch. Oh, yeah, that, I forgot. Jeez, that's coming up. I'm so excited. How I love them in season that? seven. How many episodes will Bad Batch be, do you know? No clue yet. Okay. But we get Finnick Shand in this. Yeah, yeah, I saw the, that. She, lo- me, win. she looks pretty good, animated. So, question for you. Yeah. Do you prefer when they get new voice actors, or do you prefer when the original actors come into voice i like the because you know i got i was so excited when bo katan was like the the voice actress played her in live action yeah. i was so like i like it both ways you know okay because i know like we saw some of the original actors come back for clone wars yeah prior to season seven like we got liam neeson back as qui-gon yeah and then we got Pe- or, uh shmi skywalker back i mean i'm pretty sure i want to say in the clone wars movie you know like when the really crabby one when the series first launched I want to say Sam Jackson voiced Mace Windu for that. He did. Yeah. And crappy's a strong term. I enjoyed it. The movie, okay. Well, you know, it's the first. It was the first three episodes that they just put together in a movie. 
Yeah. And, well, like, not, well, yes and no. You can't find the episodes on Disney Plus. You have to watch the movie. Right. Yeah. But like, um, it wasn't like it wasn't there wasn't supposed to be a movie until Lucas came into the studio and said, yes. "Let's make it a movie." Um, May Fourteenth is High School Musical: The Musical: The Series Season Two. Uh huh. Which will be interesting with all this weird drama going on with the actors and whatnot. Um. June eleventh is Loki. Woo woo. Along with Zenimation season two. Hmm. June twenty fifth is the Mysterious Benedict Society. Oh my I don't gosh! Know much about that. Are we getting a Council of Cumberbatches? Yes. Okay, cool. July second is Monsters at Work, which you know I'm hyped for. Yes. Expanding I... the Monsters Inc. universe. Let's go. Is that like actually going to be in like the movie animation style, or is it going to be different? Uh huh. Oh, and Billy awesome. Crystal and John Goodman are returning. Oh, I didn't even know that. That is really awesome. July 16th is Turner and Hooch reboot with Josh Peck. Mm-hmm. And then July 23 is Chippendale Park Life. I don't know what that is. I, I think it's like a little kid animated series. I thought we were getting like an actual Chippendale thing. We're getting a movie starring Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's in a couple years or so. It's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Um, and that's kind of going to be like how the new Tom and Jerry was. Yeah. Which I wish it wasn't. I want, I want my Disney afternoon cinematic universe. Oh my gosh. Animated style. Speaking of, uh, Animaniacs, have we, did we talk about this last week? The crime that happened with, uh, Space Jam? We're getting into that soon. Okay. And the Disney animated afternoon universe is different from animaniacs right right yeah my but you just you mentioned tom and jerry so oh yeah actually literally it's we have one more piece and then that and then the last bit of news is that chippendale park life for the disney plus release so we got some star wars news oh I, I love star wars news so there's a new character introduced in star wars the high republic comic books oh you sent me a geode a ventian male navigator and friend of leox giasi uh-huh. he's a He's literally yes. a boar. I didn't understand the meme you sent me about it until I looked it up. I'm like, okay, now I get it. And you're just kind of like, wait, what is going on? Yeah. Um. Have you read? Have you looked into any of the High Republic comics yet? A little bit, but G- like I said, Geode isn't out yet. Yeah. It yeah. Comes out, I think April or May's release book. Okay. But it's just kind of like, really? Yeah. <laughs> a speechless rock that oh oh, and you can only pronounce Geode's real name if you don't have a mouth. I don't know, you know, maybe it'll be like a Groot of the Jedi. I don't know. If he could speak. Yeah, I, you know, a, a, um, a wordless, you know, um, guy kind of works for Jedi. Very yeah. quiet, uh, space monkish. But But he's not a Jedi. Oh, okay. What is he? He's a navigator. Oh, okay. I'm Look, I'm all up for introducing new species into Star Wars. I just want to see how it goes, you know? Yeah. Speaking I'm trying not of, to judge it too harshly right now. Speaking of Star Wars and cool lightsabers and stuff, I love my yellow saber. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For those who want to compare it to Rey, no. No. No, no. It's uh, yellow does not belong to Rey. Yellow belongs to the Temple Guards. Heck, yeah. Um. Okay, so for TV and film news, this is heavy. There's a lot to it. I apologize. I looked up a lot. I've never done this much for our show. For one piece of news. Okay. But we're talking quotes, we're talking story, we're talking everything. Mm-hmm. So recently it was revealed that Pepe Le Pew was cut from Space Jam A New Legacy. 
His scene included a comical Casablanca homage where Pepe, voiced by a voice acting veteran, Maurice LaMarche, was working as a bartender making eyes at Griche Santo, who played Blanca in Jane the Virgin. And he attempts to make a move classic Pepe Le Pew fashion by attempting to grab her arm and kiss it up and down. Santo responds by pouring a drink over the cartoon skunk's head and then slapping him silly. Right after this moment occurs, LeBron James and Bugs Bunny enter the scene in hopes that Pepe Le Pew can provide them with information about Lola Bunny's whereabouts. Pepe provides them with the intel interviews Penelope Pussycat, who was also in the cartoons with him, mm. who frequented, frequented the Pepe Le Pew cartoons, as his love interest, who gets his unwanted attention, has filed a restraining order against him. LeBron then tells Pepe that he can't go grabbing and kissing other tunes without their consent. This scene was originally filmed and planned by former Space Jam and New Legacy director Terrence Nance, but was cut by current director Malcolm D. Lee over a year ago, but has only recently been brought to light. As a sexual assault survivor herself, had her spokesperson voice Santos's disappointment to Deadline over the deletion of the scene. She says, this was such a big deal for Griche. I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing her name wrong. It's hard. Griche to be in the mo- this movie. Even though Pepe is a cartoon character, if anyone was going to stop a- slap a sexual harasser like him, Griche wished it would be her. Now the scene is cut, and she doesn't have that power to influence the world through younger generations who will be watching Space Jam and New Legacy to let younger girls and younger boys know that Pepe's behavior is unacceptable. Pepe Le Pew was first introduced in the 1945 Looney Tunes skit, Odorable Kitty. And it has been under fire before for perpetuating rape culture, most notably by New York Times columnist, which I like that the article I found said columnist and not journalist, mm-hmm. because those are two very different things. Columnist yeah. voices their opinion, a journalist voices the facts. New York Times columnist Charles M. Blow, who slammed the character in a series of tweets stating, people are mad because I said Pepe Le Pew added to rape culture. Let's see. Number one, he grabs, kisses a girl slash stranger, without consent and against her will. Number two, she struggled mightily to get away from him, but he won't release her. Number three, he locks a door and prevents her from escaping. This helped teach boys that no didn't really mean no and was all part of the game, the starting line of a power struggle. It taught that overcoming a woman's strenuous, even physical objections was normal, adorable, and funny. They didn't even let the woman, they didn't even give the woman the ability to speak. WB will no longer be in any future Looney Tunes projects, such as the current HBO Max Looney Tunes cartoon, as well as Bugs Bunny Builders, Tweety Mysteries, and Tiny Toons Aversary. Whew, I'm still not done. Oh my gosh. Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias, who I love, yeah. took to Twitter to say, hey, basically, please don't cancel Speedy Gonzalez next, because he's been under fire for perpetuating the Mexican stereotype of lethargic drunkness. Uh, He's like, hey, please don't. I had a lot of fun voicing him. It's me. He said, I'm too fast. Cancel culture can't catch me. (laughs) So it's a very mixed bag with this Pepe Le Pew thing. Yeah. I think the smartest thing to do would have been never open their freaking mouths and tell people. Right. This is one of those moments where ignorance would have been incredibly bliss. So you say we did not know he was cut. We would have cared. You say keep the scene in the movie. No, I'm saying if you're going to cut it, don't vocalize it. Yeah, I guess you're right. Like, what was the point in vocalizing a scene that we never would have known about existing? Exactly. So there would have been no issue. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know if it was them just trying to be woke. I don't um, either. There's, you know, I I didn't know, you know, that this movie's been done for quite some time now, it seems. Well, no, they had some of it with a, an original director, Terrence Nance. Mm-hmm. Then a new director came in named Malcolm D. Lee and started making changes and doing his thing. Yeah, we haven't, we still haven't gotten like an actual trailer for this film, right? No, best we got one of those Entertainment Weekly images last week. Gotcha, but we know what the plot is about, right? Yes. So Don Cheadle's the main villain. He's an AI who sucks right. LeBron James' fictional son into this universe. The mm-hmm. Warner Mediaverse or whatever, 3000? Yes. So we'll get to see other characters like from Animaniacs or Batman in DC. I was going to say, we'll it see seems some like Hanna-Barbera characters. Warner Brothers are going to show off all their properties. Yeah. Um, And they are there to free him through a game of basketball. Gotcha. Yep. So not um, really space anymore. No. Okay. Still sci-fi-esque, though. No, yeah, it, I'm I'm excited for it. it. Seems you know, like we I love you know techno video game. I love you know Warner Brothers properties. Hopefully, we'll see the Matrix, maybe the Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Hopefully, I definitely think it's gonna focus more on the tunes. So like Hanna Barbera, right? Tiny Tunes, Looney Tunes, Tom and Jerry, stuff like that. Um, the other thing I think is important is that all of these articles and columnists fail to mention a very key detail about the Pepe Le Pew cartoons. Mm-hmm. The same way that Pepe was after Penelope with his unwanted affection. Yeah. It switched off to Penelope doing the same to him where she would trap him and grip him and do stuff where he didn't want it. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't know that. I see. I've never watched the cartoon. I mean, I, I know the character cause he's been another. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think if you're going to try and cancel one, you got to cancel the other or leave both alone. I agree. I mean, it's it's a very of its time thing. And if you want to change, if you want to change everything that's outdated, I mean, obviously the character, I, I agree with cutting. I think I think it makes sense to cut the scene, I guess. That's all I'm trying to say. I think I would have been more annoyed watching LeBron teach him about consent than I would have. Right. That it almost seems like they have. it almost seems like they're stopping the movie to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that exactly. Like it would have felt a little out of place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think overall the best option was to just never tell people. Right. It's. I mean, it's it's a good message to have in the film. It just you know didn't have a place, and you don't have to tell people about it. Yeah. Like if they were to go back to old cartoons, like how they used to have the lessons that they teach people at the end. Yeah. Pop that into like HBO Max's Looney Tunes cartoon at the end. Right. And use Pepe as an example and Penelope both. I guess my biggest gripe is I saw this Facebook comment that killed me. It said, thank God they canceled Pepe Le Pew. Now my son is safe. Meanwhile, I'm going to let him go back to playing GTA 5 where he just set a hooker on fire so he doesn't have to pay her. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And it's you- like, it's so true. You you fight the little fights and ignore the big things. Yeah. Whereas my personal thing is ignore both. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's not like he's straight up telling kids, "Go do this," you know? Right. It's a, I mean, it's a, it's a cartoon skunk. And personally, I've watched those. I watched those growing up, and never once did I get that idea. Mm-hmm. I just would laugh. Yeah. Because next... vulnerable kitty, I know you haven't seen, uh-huh. but it's literally because she gets a white paint streak. She's a black cat, Penelope. 
and she gets a white paint streak from her head to her tail. So Pepe mistakes her as a skunk. Oh, okay. So it's funny. Man, next thing you know, they're going to cut out what's-his-name, the guy that's always uh, the hunter that... Elmer Fudd? Yeah, they're going to cut him out. They took out his gun. Oh, my God. They took out his gun and replaced it with a scythe and explosives, which to me is gruesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it is what it is, but the best option to me would have just been never say anything. Uh Uh-huh. Let it be cut and never tell people until, like, way later, or just release it as a deleted scene to see they're like, oh, Okay. Right. Um, in other news, the CW finds its Powerpuff Girls for their series. I can't believe I just said that sentence. I'm sorry, what? You hear about the live-action Powerpuff Girls series? No. It's about them as angsty adults slash young t- or old teenagers basically hating Professor Utonium for selling their lives as superheroes and not letting them have a childhood. Okay. Starring Chloe Bennett as Blossom. Uh-huh. So we know Chloe Bennett. Sky yeah. Johnson Daisy. Okay. Yana Peralt as Buttercup, who I've never heard of, and I feel bad. Buttercup was my favorite. And Dove Cameron as Blossom. Okay. So back in 2013, funny enough, Dove Cameron I, I, said I her like, only wish as an actress is to play Blossom in a Powerpuff Girls movie. I like Dove Cameron. I do, too. I know they're created in a lab, but, like... All three of these girls are completely different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Either make them all Asian mixed, either make them all black mixed. You know, I was so make them all one if you're gonna stick when, with it. When you, when you said uh, powder puff on uh, um on CW, I was like, how is that? And then you said angsty teens, and I'm like, they CW'd it. They did. They had to. Yeah. Oh um, man, but he, one of my favorite villains of all time from cartoons is uh, what's his name? The there are yeah, yeah, he's he's awesome. So, and we get video game news today, which I'm so excited for because we never get video game news that interests us. Oh, yeah, speaking of awesome cartoons. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles released a trailer for their new video game, Teenage mm-hmm. Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder Strikes Back, which looks like a somewhat sequel to the arcade game. But yes. the trailer, I thought it was a new show. Yeah, me too. It was beautiful. It's awesome it's it's literally the the 80s like it's it's a love letter to the 80s cartoon obviously that was what they were going for um, updated animation yeah and have you ever played the arcade the arcade game like oh yeah yeah it's great it's um and it like you said it does look like it's trying to be like a, a sequel to that beloved game and um we get what characters i didn't we didn't see a casey but he wasn't no, around we only get the four turtles for now yeah okay um, but I'm hoping April, we get Casey and Splinters, like, maybe DLC later. Yeah, April looked awesome. Bebop and Roxy looked awesome. The, oh. tri- the Triceratons. Everyone looked amazing in this. Yeah. Makes you miss James Avery a little bit. Yeah. So that's our news. We can hop into our topic, which is WandaVision. Yeah, do you want to talk about... Because um, I, I do want to touch on the new CW TV show. Uh, do you want to do that first or after? Oh, yeah, sorry. We'll jump into Superman and Lois first. Okay, um, we're about three episodes in. Um, there are three episodes exactly. Yeah, uh, it's dude, it's become my new Tuesday night ritual. Like, it's it's really crazy because for us, and I would say like what really defined our friendship when we became friends, like what has it been like four years now, was from the Flash. Oh yeah. Yeah. But and, Flash anymore is just so. I am so close to calling it quits. 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of did, but, you know, I'll, I'll catch. I'm just a few episodes behind, but I'll catch up. But Are you cool if I spoil something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Earth One Harry Wells is back. I heard about that. I, I saw that on the Instagram. I was really confused. Personally? Yeah. I haven't liked Wells since season two. But do you like this Wells? I don't like HR. I don't like Sherlock. Nash was okay. Yeah. But they drive me nuts. Uh-huh. I was happy when he died. I was like, Yes! Yeah, everyone was happy when HR died. Well, no, I'm talking Nash. Like, they uh, said all the multiverse wells are dead. And I was like, yes. I, I didn't get much of Nash because I didn't get fully into season six. Yeah. Um, We got him because he was basically just set up for Crisis. Uh-huh. As he was pariah. Yeah. Outside of the resurrection. We haven't resurrection yet. Yeah, but the moral of the story is Flash to find us. Great show for probably the first three seasons, I'd say. Probably CW's oh, yeah. show. But then, you know, when I saw Superman and Lois. Yes, it's it's revital because I was like, we're oversaturated with these CW shows. We're not going to get back. We're not going to get back to the good old days. And then this, it's, I think it was the biggest like CW launch in a while. Yeah. Yeah, and it is blew my expectations away. This the pilot. Well, I remember having a conversation with you years ago about how Superman just gives off such dad vibes. Yeah. And to see him actually do that, I'm like, yes. I, he, who, who's the Superman actor? Tyler Hecklin kills it. Oh my it. gosh, so good. He is amazing. Like, you can't help but smile whenever he's on screen. And then the fact that he stops to say hello as Superman and waves and stuff like that. Yeah. Um... I think my biggest gripe for him, I guess, is you can see how padded his suit is. That's when true. his chest starts to swallow his neck and face up, it kills me. I almost like his... But his know, suit is amazing. I almost like his Action Comics number one suit more. Same. That was a beautiful homage. Yeah. Um, oh, I loved you, it. Honestly, for me now, it still goes Brandon Routh, mm-hmm. Tom Welling, now Tyler Hecklin. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about the other half of the title? What are your thoughts on Lois? Oh, so well done. Yeah. I just don't like that they're knocking Lois down a few pegs by putting her with this new group. I agree. Um, I like how, you know, like he, okay, this, this, I guess we're going into spoilers. We're never afraid of, of spoilers. Course. But Superman has like his antagonist and then they gave Lois an antagonist. And I like Exactly. That. Which they uh, recasted Morgan Edge for this. He was originally yeah. Supergirl played by Adrian Pazdar. Um, I don't really know much about Morgan Edge because I didn't watch Supergirl. Me neither. Like, okay. I watched it, I just forget, and I still don't know much about Morgan. See, I didn't watch really any trailers, like, for Superman Lois. I didn't know what to expect, so, like, when I saw I the show... I watched the first one. Yeah, when I saw the show starting off in Metropolis, I assumed the whole show would take place in Metropolis. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. But now we're getting... I'm not... This isn't a knock on the show, but we're almost getting, like, a sequel to Smallville, almost. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome, because we get to see it. And when I found out he was going to have kids, I was like, that's going to be lame. But I really like both Jonathan and Jordan. Oh, my God. Jonathan's amazing in this. Yeah. I just don't know how I feel about them switching it up from the comics and giving Jordan the powers. Right. I I, you know, I, I feel like they'll both have them by the end, right? Same. Someone's theory that I saw was that Jonathan just keeps trying to keep it upbeat but gets beaten down by Jordan and Clark and becomes a villain. I said, I swear if that happens, I will scream. Yeah. I mean, I th- I'm more of a jo- uh, Jonathan fan like you. I think Same. He's- uh, but you know, I like what they're you know they they made Jordan have the um the the mental mental illness, which I think is interesting. Um, but what episode are you? Just one and two? Did you watch? Um, one and I actually watched three before we started today. 
So you did. Okay, cool. And get caught up. You know, they do something interesting with Jordan where, like, he he did what Clark never did because, you know, Clark wanted to join, like, the baseball team, but he knew he couldn't with his powers. But football. now, Yeah, football, okay. And now Jordan— And he did in Smallville, the show. Oh, he did, okay. I started re-binging that a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and he does join the team. He just pulls it back a little. Okay, and now we get to see Jordan just, like, you know, uses— And he doesn't have, like, powers powers, as um, Jor-El says, but he just has, like— Yeah. He just is, like, enhanced in every way. Mm-hmm. But he does have the heat vision. Right, yeah, which comes out. That was so the the scene where he's getting bullied in school, and then Clark just shows up. I was dead. I was like, oh, oh no, like it's going downhill from there. And I love when Clark becomes the uh, the football assistant coach, and he's like pretending that the water thinks jugs heavy. I know. Honestly, though, Lois is very well done. I just don't like that they knock her down a few pegs. Right, and there's there's a whole controversy behind that with uh, the the writer they cut. Um, did you hear, hear about that? No. Okay, um, there's a female writer, I forget her name, but they cut her from Superman and Lois, and, um, she said it was because, like, you know, she had, you know, she had ideas of, you know, putting Lois more in the forefront, but they wanted to kick her to the side, or she wanted to put more representation in the show, but they said no, because she was, like, the only character of color in the show is freaking Lex Luthor, and he's a villain. Um, uh, Lana, Sarah, and Kyle. Is uh is Lana um Lana's Indian. Oh Kyle okay. is Hispanic and Sarah for them is technically mixed. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know Kyle. Which that has to be my least favorite part of the entire show is their family drama. I like I, I think I like um Sarah. Oh, I like Sarah. I don't like her parents or the family story that they have. Yeah, Kyle's just a douche. And it does not feel anything like Lana. Yeah, that's true. I I don't Doesn't look like Lana. She's not written like Lana. I just I didn't watch Smallville, so I had no expectations for Lana. Mhm. I'm going from comics from what I've read. Okay. They they have they have some serious explaining. One to do with I think the season villain's going to be Captain Luther. I'm guessing he was he didn't show up yeah. at all. He didn't show up at all in episode three, but they set up some interesting things where he's a Luther from a different Earth, where Superman became a tyrant. Yes. Um, but then last episode, they have some explaining to do because, like, there's just this – he was, like, a seven-foot-tall, like – Colossus. Oh, yeah. Was it the actor that played Colossus? It's Daniel Cudmore. He was Colossus in the original X-Men trilogy. Okay. Like, what – like, he was taking Superman's punches. He was able to beat him. Yeah. Like, was he? Was he – I don't know. Okay. They didn't go too deep into it like I wanted and them to. Just, he just gets killed off by someone that had heat vision. Yeah. Which is interesting, too. I'm excited to see who she is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, you know, I think this will be my roommate and I, we're both getting into it. It's like our new Tuesday night tradition at nine o'clock. For me, it's Wednesdays because we have to use the CW app. Yeah. Well, I think sometimes my friend and um, we get caught up in stuff and then Wednesday morning we do sometimes watch it. So it's been, but yeah, um, I'm excited because like it's, it's prime earth now, right? Like, you know. Yes. Okay. So you don't have to watch anything else to know what's going on. Correct. And it's a real wholesome, like, you know, it's it's really, it's like a wholesome family show. It feels like how a Superman story should. Yeah. I love the scene when, in the first episode, when Super, uh, Clark goes into Jordan, or not Jonathan's room, and he's on FaceTime with his girlfriend, and also, they opened Even up- Even today, when they did the paint fight. Yeah, they opened up a whole can of worms with the, the Injustice 2 as a thing in this universe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, um... Yeah. Great start so far. I mean, between that and Stargirl lately, DC's. Yeah, they, they hit a new, they, 
they they hit a renaissance with uh, the first few seasons of Arrow and the first few seasons of The Flash, and this is like rebirth renaissance. This is like part right? two. Um, Batwoman still sucks. It's honestly worse in my opinion. Yeah, Black Lightning, rest in peace. Legends yep. of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow still kicking it. Yeah. Supergirl's canceled after this season though too. Yep. Do you think they'll bring Supergirl into the show? I have no clue. I'd like to. Yeah. Oh, do you wanna do you wanna mention that um Captain Luther looks like uh Doom Guy? He does. He does look like Doom Guy. But I you know, I I thought what we've seen so far, awesome Luther. Oh yeah. Um, um he's getting a new suit. It's cool. He's got the new suit, which is gonna be neat. I think it's gonna be the green and what we're used to. Yeah. Oh, what'd you think of Jor-El? I like him. Okay. Angus McFadden, I love. I hate he that he was in Chuck as the final villain. He's kind. He was kind of a prick, though, right? Jor-El kind of always was back okay. and forth. Somewhere he's great, and somewhere he's just a douche. Yeah. So there's not too much for me to be like, oh. But yeah, love the show. Uh-huh. And to leave off the DC stuff, since we're going into WandaVision, you know, three more days till Snyder Cut, the final trailer was released, and we got to see the Omega Beams. Oh, I, we did? I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Man, there's, dude, I, I keep forgetting that it's four hours I'm going to have to sit down, which I'm so excited for, but I'm literally, like, Thursday, I'm going to have to set aside, like, half the, my day, more or less, to watch this. Yeah. That is, I'm, you know. Four I'll hours. I'll take a few intermissions, but I am so excited because I talked about this with my friends last night real quick. I was like, listen, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but I almost love, like, not love. I like almost all the DCEU films. The only Mm -hmm. one I truly dislike is uh, Justice League. I have been doing a slow rebinge of them all. Mm Mm-hmm. So far, I've only really loved Shazam. Okay. I liked man of steel yeah um and then that's it i don't know man like i got in like your brother and i almost threw hands over it last night but like i am a not a like supporter but like i'll defend it kind of i'm i don't hate bvs i think it's i don't hate it either it's just boring to me i think you know it's it's zach like it's literally a zach snyder movie and like yeah and I, you know, Asher was just like, that doesn't make it a good movie. I'm like, yes. I'm like, I just respect, I just respect how much like you can see his passion and stuff in the film, and that's why I don't mm-hmm. like, that's why I don't like Justice League so much because there's nothing behind that film. Yeah, I agree. Um, so what I was going to get at was, oh, Birds of Prey, not mm-hmm. a big one on the film, but the action is excellent. Yeah, and I, you know, I, you and, and I are, you and I just aren't like one of the comic book community people who like go crazy over Harley Quinn as a character. Um, I'm not a big fan of her at all. Yeah, we. I, I mean, do enjoy her animated series though. Right, you and I just agreed just nowadays she's just overused. Like she takes the spotlight mm-hmm. from deserving characters. Correct. Um, but Wandavision. Yeah. So, episode one, we kind of went over all of these, so I'm not going to go episode by episode. 
Right. Just our overall thoughts of the series. Okay. I have a I have an initial question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Would you have rather, you know, looking back at it whole, all at once, or do you like the weekly thing? I like weekly drops. Okay. I like being in. I like the anticipation for the next episode. Yeah. I like the um. Seeing all the some of the theories, not all of them, each week. And I just like the buildup. I mean, we could talk about, though, how, like, the biggest thing that might have hurt the series is people's fan theories. 100%. 100%. People got so caught up in the theories with very little information, often none sometimes. Some were just completely baseless. Like, how people got pissed off that Monica's contact was not Reed Richards. I know, like, like you, you dislike most of the fan theories, but is there any fan theory you were hoping that w- would come true? No. Okay. Outside of the very beginning where they wanted Aaron Taylor Johnson back, that was it. I mean, did you see the reports where apparently they uh, they approached Aaron Taylor Johnson? No, I didn't. Yeah, like like initially in the script, I guess he, he was supposed to show up. Oh, dang. Yeah. Well, I think ultimately the series was good. I know a lot of people were let down. I think a lot of people got too caught up in their fan theories. I do think Falcon and Winter Soldier will be better. Mm-hmm. Um, Ralph Boner was the biggest letdown of it all to me. Right, yes. Like, you know I did not want the X-Men universe to barge in. Yes. But I did want something cool with the character done. Mm-hmm. Um, I at the end was ridiculously stupid, and I yeah. enjoy her character a lot. Do you have a favorite episode? Gotta be between the finale fight mm-hmm. and probably the Halloween. I was gonna say the Malcolm in the Middle uh, Halloween episode is my favorite. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Here, I'll I'll some things I want to say is I at first you know the first two episodes of course they came out together, mm-hmm. um, and. I was like, this is not much at first, just because really we didn't know what was going on for at least till episode like four. We had no idea what was going on, which a lot of people like. But for me, I was just like, where is this going? But the mm-hmm. things I did like is the camera work, of course. Like it was just like one still camera, you know, exactly how like the Dick Van Dyke show is filmed. They even used the correct like lens. Yeah. And, and did you know like either. even the cast and crew were like dressed up for the time period? Mm hmm. Yeah, and they had a live studio audience, I want to say, for the first two or just the first one? First three. Oh, first three, okay. Um, And I liked, I think, you know, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen can't be uh, praised enough for how they embodied the people of that era. Oh, 100%. They um, were amazing. And, you know, as I think we're both pretty big fans of sitcoms. Like, we... Yeah. Um, oh, that's my favorite type of show to watch besides animated. Would you say the comedy landed most of the time? For me, it did. Okay, yeah. Um, I think the only real complaint I can say is, like, most of the side plot I didn't really like whenever they'd cut to Monica um, and all of them. I liked it up until the trio had to split. Okay, yeah. And even then in the Halloween episode, I enjoyed, or the one after that, Darcy and Vision together. That was cool. I wish we got to see. The Modern Family episode. I wish we got to see more of Darcy and Vision together. I wish we just got more Darcy. Yeah, she definitely was the best in the series. Oh, yeah. 
And I'm, you know, people are like, are we going to get more of her in Thor, Love and Thunder? I don't know, because they're bringing back Jane Foster. So does that mean we'll see Darcy? I don't know. I hope. Yeah, me too. I think what I loved is I feel like they knew everybody kind of guessed Agatha. So they knew the big reveal wouldn't be big for fans, you know? Yeah. So, but then they found a new creative way to do it. Monsters Adams Family ripoff. Oh, yeah. I thought that was. With Agatha all along, which is a bop. Yeah. Um, Oh, I loved it. Something I really liked, and I think, you know, as much as I don't think you and I liked, like, overall Agatha, like, as the villain was kind of a letdown, like, overall. Because, like, the best the best villain of the series was Wanda. Oh, yeah, and she even admitted she was. Yeah, and, you know, I just love how – I saw a post about this, but, like, she goes through the five stages of grief in the series. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's really cool because, like, yeah, when you go you, – you watch the episode, which is another good episode, I think I forgot to mention it, but the one where it just goes through Wanda's past. Yeah. Um, the penultimate episode right before the finale. Yeah, I like that because, like, it shows, like, she went through a lot – yeah. Like out of all and the Marvel sitcoms were her comfort. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just her going through her grief and it, it makes sense. Um, of course, you know, the, there's a bit dumb at the end when she's walking by. I think we talked, uh, discussed this one. Goodness, Mon- Monica. When, when Monica's like, they'll never know what you sacrificed. And I'm like, uh, I'm Woman, like, she put them through that. Yeah. I'm like, she should probably. That's like, I'm sorry, but that's the equivalent to me of looking at Hitler. Who killed himself and being like, they'll never know what you sacrificed. Like, no. Yeah, she, you know, if, I, I feel like this was supposed to be her becoming a hero by the end of it. And the hero thing would have been apologizing. Yeah. Not, you're in the good, man. You're fine. They're just crying for no reason. Like, dude. Um, um, and then I can't. That, praise, um, go ahead. How- I can't praise enough how, yeah, we got the fight between Scarlet Witch and Agatha, but then, of course, the mental just debate between the two visions was awesome. I know. My favorite was watching, honestly, the kids take on the SWAT guards with Monica. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but when Tommy ended up stealing all the guns and the hat and putting it on, I'm like, oh, that is so Fox Quicksilver. I really hope we get to see, like, a Young Avengers with them. I want them to come back. Same. Um, and I, the post-credit scenes were kind of hinting towards that. Yeah, because I'll guess by the end of Multiverse of Madness, she might get them out, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, something that you can see her astral projecting, looking through the book, and yeah. you heard her say, Mom, help! Mom, help! Hey, Hayward. Haywood? Hayward? Hayward was just there. Yeah, I you know, I guess Wu and all of them needed a villain of their own. Nah, bro, that dude had about as much substance as a WWE character. No, I agree, and everyone just was like, well, hold on, he'll become Mephisto. Yeah, everyone was Mephisto, and they're like, Jack Shakespeare's like, I I didn't even know who Mephisto was, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And and then I feel like, you know, like, it was a total jump of a character. I know they're not real, but he just pulls a gun on the kids and tries to kill them. I know, we're watching this with family, and my mom's like, dude. Yeah. What a smooth, and I'm like, I know. But I think ultimately it was still a good series. I think people put too much crap on it because their own theories didn't get to come true. Yeah, I think it was. The now most... there were a lot of missed opportunities for sure. 
Yeah, no, I think it's, I like when Marvel takes risks, you know, that's why I like Guardians of the Galaxy so much, that's why I like Thor Ragnarok so much, that's why I liked Infinity War so much, you know, it was, they're all, and I think this is one of the most different things, besides the ending battle went a bit stereotypical Marvel, but besides that, like, overall as the series, it was the most experimental Marvel thing ever, and I loved it. Yeah, same. Um, Um, And we're getting Vision back, we're gonna get actual Vision back, I'm guessing. I'm guessing too, my theory is Young Avengers has Vision 2. Uh-huh. So I think it's still leading up to Young Avengers. I think he'll just get a paint job and turn into Vision 2, but that's nothing confirmed. It's just my theory. Yeah. And it was was a nice ending with how she had to say goodbye to her kids and everything. And And that suit. Yeah. That That suit was glorious. I can't wait to see a whole movie with that. Oh, I know. I still can't believe that Matt Shackman straight up said the Mandarin twist in Iron Man 3 is his favorite Marvel scene. Yeah, that explains a lot, doesn't it? And that's where Ralph Boner came from. Oh, he's like, stop. Just stop, man. Yeah. I lost a little respect. But you know what? Evan Peters sounds like he had a great time on set. Oh, yeah. Um, um, and then Jack Schaefer straight up said, you know, I've never heard of Mephisto. The mm-hmm. villain is grief. No matter what, the villain is grief. Agreed. And I'm okay. Save Mephisto for something else. He's he's a big MCU character. Well, we're getting that Ghost Rider show still. Yeah, like... People, like, uh, Mephisto, like, appears in a lot of Marvel comics because he is, in fact, just the devil of the MCU. So just save mm-hmm. him for something bigger. To me, the only little seeds they planted for Mephisto was the fact that Agatha was involved and then her bunny was... Senior Scratchy. Senior Scratchy. Yeah. Which her son is Nicholas Scratch, which Mephisto disguises himself as and takes on the identity of. I think What's-Her-Name did a great job as Agatha. Oh my god, I want to see more of Captain Han's stuff. Yeah. Between that uh, and Doc Ock and Spider Verse. Right. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to touch on. Um. I'm good. Yeah, me too. I'm super excited for Falcon Winter Soldier. I think it's going to be a completely different show than this, obviously. Oh yeah. All the little espionage mixed with funny. Yeah, all the little teasers and stuff we've gotten, I you know, I can't explain enough how much I love the dynamic between uh It's the big three. So yeah. wizards, aliens, and androids. Wizards aren't real. Sorcerers are just wizards without a hat. I'm I'm you know, I think six episodes will be good for that, but they're about to be like almost hour long episodes, so I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um I think the direct- I still don't know if people got that that was Flag Smasher, the girl. Oh yeah. Um Like yeah, it, that looks it, like Flag Smasher. I'm like, that looks nothing like Flag Smasher. Way to go. Yeah, good. You're um, like, dang. Are you more excited to see what Flag Smasher and all of them are all about, or Zemo? Zemo and then U.S. Agent. Do you think Zemo and Flag Smash like they're gonna like Zemo, they're working for Zemo, or do you think they're unconnected? Unconnected, maybe team up in the end. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's our show for today. Yep. No, it's not because we have our uh, suggestions still. Right, right. Okay, you, you, you have something Movie, about this. Movie, series, and comic. Side. Movie yeah, first. Yeah. My movie would be Ryan the Last Dragon right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. You? Um, movie for me. So this is pretty generic. Um, of course, I'm going to plug in. If you have not watched Justice League before the mm-hmm. Snyder Cut, just so you, you know, so you can just see because I'm differences. I, yeah, I honestly might rewatch it on Wednesday just so I can you know prepare Same. myself. Um, but me and my dorm buddies, we always do movie marathons like every week or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just, you know, this is the most stereotypical comic book movie to recommend, even though it's not that comic booky. But we watched The Dark Knight last night. Nice. 
And uh, yeah, because I was like, guys, you just finished your MCU marathon. We're doing the Dark Knight trilogy. And like me and my friends were just quoting every line from that movie. It's My biggest gripe is that people say the Dark Knight trilogy is one of the greatest. But let's be honest, they only like the Dark Knight. I, dude, I could honestly no, like. I know you like all three, but most people I know only like the Dark Knight. I could interchange the three. I think like they're pretty neck and neck. That's completely fair. And I know that's you for sure. And then especially for me, I'm weird where I like Tom Hardy's Bane a bit more than Heath Ledger's Joker, which is so unpopular. Oh, wow. Yeah. I Tom Hardy's Bane is my favorite comic book villain on screen. Like, I know he's wow. not Bane. From the, I know he's not Bane from the comics, and that turns off a lot but of still people. still very well written. The performance he does with just his eyes and his physicality, I love it. Yeah. So for a TV series, I'm yeah. going Final Space. It's on HBO Max, the first two seasons. Okay. Season three comes out on adult swim on saturday uh-huh. march 20th oh my gosh asher and i were following olin rogers on youtube prior to final space yeah he announced it we got into it and then we lost cable so we lost it mm-hmm. holy crap it's so good and funny it's what rick check. and morty in my opinion should be and wishes it could be so mine's a bit like off the cuff like very off the cuff but this is just into me so um it's on hulu it's pretty popular, actually. It was on Netflix for a while. I'm sure you've heard of River Monsters. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So my my roommate and I, we are the weather is getting warm again. We have, like, already hit the lakes and ponds for fishing, and we're going to California next week, and we're, we're they just put a new season of River, even though it's canceled, they're just adding older seasons, like, they're adding yeah. yeah, they just put on a new season on Hulu, and my friend and I, when he gets back, we're just going to, like, do a, a nightly show. show yeah so if you have not watched river monsters and you're into anything involving animal planet whatever give the show a watch and comic book comic mine book. right now are boom studios mighty morphin mm-hmm. and teenage mutant Ninja turtles i have been heavy getting into both mm-hmm. mighty morphin is introducing a new green ranger currently yeah art is amazing and ryan parrot understands these characters so well i never thought that power rangers could have good writing but here we are um, right now they're on the second generation of Mighty Morphin Rangers. Mm-hmm. So we're talking Adam DeSantos, Aisha Campbell, and um, Adam Park. With still Kimberly and Tommy. Yeah. Um, And the Ninja Turtles is so good. The art's hit and miss for me, but the story all around is just beautiful. Yeah. You? Um, So I'm guilty of this because I don't have it yet, but... I'm always a fan of when they do new events. So next time I'm in town and in a comic book store, I'll pick it up. But we talked about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend Infinite Frontier because it seems cool. So mm-hmm. that's one of them. And the other one I'm gonna say is I actually picked it up last week. Is the first issue of the Star Wars High Republic like series they're doing? I know there's yeah. like there's like multiple different series I think they're gonna well, launch. There's only a book they have and then the comics. Okay, I'm I picked up issue one of the comics. I read it. I've this believe it or not first ever Star Wars comic I ever picked up. Um. And, I know, I, you know, I was really interested in the High Republic because I was like, I know a lot about the Old Republic. We know a lot about um, the Skywalker saga, but this is all new stuff. It's it's honestly pretty cool because who doesn't love to see the Jedi at their peak? Right. And then that Star Wars Acolyte show yes, is which, at the end of the High Republic. So that'll be yeah, cool. That'll be cool. Um, do you want to do a um, arena battle? Arena battle. Okay. Um, yeah, you so, pick a character. I'll pick a character and we'll see what we got. Okay. So we talked um, – you know, we talked about a lot of stuff this week, but because um, we have a Godzilla Kong coming up, which I think we mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do um, – I'm going to do your guy. I'm going to do King Kong from the legendary verse, so the bigger one. Um, All right. 
put someone against Kong. And it better be a Zord. I don't know. It does not tell you a Zord. Fine. Goldar. Goldar, okay. Rowan, uh, obviously, after the Make My Monster Grow stuff. I was going to say, are we talking, like, the movie from 2017, or are we talking the cart- uh, the TV show? TV show. Okay. Um. Do you think size-wise, do you think they're about the same height? I think they're close. I think Kong would be bigger. Okay. The only thing I think that Goldar has an advantage of is the sword and the wings. Okay, does, does Kong have his axe? Yes. Okay. Um. I think you and I are going to say the same thing and say Kong might be smarter because Goldar was always just dumb muscle. I'd have to give it to Kong just for the sake of he's way more ruthless. Right, but then I think, like, how like how tough is Goldar's skin? Like, it's made of gold, right? Well, that's just armor. Okay, I was going to say, like, how do you crack that? But I'm sure he could find a way. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'd... Yeah, I'll give it to Kong, I'd too. I'd give it to Kong. Uh-huh. All right, that's our show for today. Thank you for listening. We'll yes. Be, we will be back next week with Zack Snyder's Justice League and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And the week after, we will be preparing episodes of history of godzilla the history of king kong and then we'll get into our kong versus godzilla episode see three episodes in a couple weeks a lot of stuff to be geeking out about i'm super excited heck yeah well alrighty then see you guys next week signing off stay geeky